0: light me at five
1: we're talking about a whole new philosophy. i just don't want to answer to anybody anymore so
0: what you guys are
1: telling me is that you're trying
0: to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at
1: five. like where's the line yeah we're, we're figuring this out <laughs> Let's get this shit together, man. Uh, this is that, it's all like, right, we are rolling now, so right. if you want to, you know. All right. That's what we call a cold start in yeah. this business. Cold start for sure. <laughs> I guess he's waving his arms at me. He's like, this is the signal. We got it. we got old Bill O'Reilly on it. Do it live! We got it.
0: We got to, we got to get your hand signals down, it's man.
1: There's people that's waiting. <laughs> Go. All right, and all right now my my timer started. Okay.
0: Now we're ready. Now we're professional because everybody's yeah. going to hear all that before we even get what. Going.
1: That's all right. <laughs> you know this goes right in right in line with what I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, so I was hosting last night at the uh, at a DIY. Uh, DIY is a comedy group that, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. that's kind of local to our area, with a, a DIY comedy <laughs> showcase. And uh, I want—I want to get you guys' thoughts on hosting. I guess we should establish, for those who don't know, like the 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 host or MC, which stands for
0: Mary
2: Cassidy. That's negative. Okay. What do you got? Um. In a rap context? or <laughs>
1: I believe it means master of ceremonies. That is correct. So master of oh ceremonies. Right. So as a master of ceremonies or a host, your kind of job is to establish any rules that the establishment has. You know, if they don't want a rape jug or if they don't want whatever, uh, turn the phones off, yada, yada, yada. Your job is to establish those uh, rules <laughs> and then to warm the crowd up. And get them and get them going. You would you'd be surprised at how many crowds show up to a club and don't uh, aren't in the mood for comedy. Oh yeah, and uh, and then uh, and then you you know you you do your best to introduce and bring up your you know the the comedians. You keep time. You let them know when they're going over. You handle unruly crap in the crowd. When you got drunk comedians going double their time, <laughs> all that stuff. You got all a bunch of stuff going on at once. Is the point? Do you enjoy it?
2: Um, no. But it's not bad if I know all the comics. Um, But if there's a bunch of comics I don't know and I'm hosting and I got to, like, trying to remember their names, their credits, like, mm-hmm. it can be a hassle, man. It can be a lot of work to try to.
1: Well, one thing you got to keep in mind. So as as you're timing them, rather the time be 15, 20, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, as you're timing them, you're half listening to what they're saying because you're trying to come up with something, something to say play it off of
2: what they said you're trying to look around to see if the next comic even knows what's going on yeah <laughs> you know, like. yeah
1: yeah i was running into that last night where i turned around there was no next comic and uh at one point i walked <laughs> off and i was like hey did somebody tell so-and-so that he's going next and he's i mean a half a mile away at the other, other part, <laughs> and they're like no i don't think so and i'm like could somebody could somebody maybe meet that? yeah Can we send the messenger yeah. <laughs> so yeah text so, him so i i get stressed out <laughs> It's my thing, like I stress over time anyway, yeah i'm real, I'm real weird with my processes i'm i have to I have to feel like I have to be like super prepared yeah and uh I had a headache by the end of the show, I was fretting, and it was a show where I knew everybody and they didn't care about time, like one of the guys one of the guys that was producing the show says, ah, I'm gonna do seven minutes, and then fourteen minutes later <laughs> he was slowly petering down, you know, and uh it's so like the, the, the time didn't matter, yet I, w- I gave myself a headache from stress worrying about time and who was next and what I was supposed to. I, I worked myself up. So at the end, everybody's was like, we should go out and have a good time. And I was like, oh, my head hurts. I just want to go to bed. The problem, the problem last night, too, was
2: the sound system was Bluetooth. Ooh, uh, so yeah. every comic decided, well, I'm just going to pull up my own walk-up music. Let me hook my phone up to the Bluetooth. Yeah. And uh, you'd think people that are that tech technologically advanced would know not to press play on a song in the middle of other people's sets. Yeah. Which happened more than once. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Matter of fact, Jason was up. And everyone kept looking at me. And I was the only one that wasn't plugged into this this music thing. I was just holding the like wa- my, my clock, you know. And uh, you had like 30 seconds left. You were towards the end. I was towards the end of my set, but I hadn't even looked over at Dean to see no. if I had gotten the light yet or yeah. anything. And it i was- give it to him. I was standing up at that point. It, it, the setup was kind of funny because I was off to their side, but I was slightly behind them. So I would so when I get in the light they can't see the light cuz mm-hmm. I'm behind the the uh, the the, the everything. It, dude it was just like the Oscars
2: I finished a sentence and a song starts <laughs> playing. I'm it like, was
1: <laughs> it was actually Mike Banks talking. <laughs> Brian had no, opened No up video. no that
2: was the first time it happened was Mike Banks. Mike Hollinger had set up his walk up music and hit play on the on his phone as I finished the sentence. Oh and I was just like, oh, I guess I'm getting played off right now. Yeah, he looked over at me, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not playing nothing,
1: man. Like, I didn't do. It. I have no control over this. See, that's why you need hand signals. You, you,
0: just,
2: walk, you just, I did to just... not let the
1: comics know that Bluetooth is how the sound yes. system is being run tonight. Yes, big yeah, time. that's a big one. Because when it, you say hand signals, went when when Brian was going. And uh, he did his fourteen minutes and thirteen seconds of his seven <laughs> minutes that he was intending to do. At I, 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 like I waved, yeah. I I flashed and I was started. I was like,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> the way they have the setup, the host is to your right, yeah. right and slightly behind right you,
1: behind the spotlight that's yes. in your face. It's a, it's a doc because it's an outdoor yeah, show, but- so nothing set up for. It's set up for making whiskey. It's yeah. not really set up for comedy, so it's so then Max comes up and uh, I say Max, because the first guy did not see me lighting at all, and I didn't want to say anything because the the mic I was using had a switch that was screwy, so I didn't want to turn it off. So I didn't want to say anything because the mic wasn't far away, and I didn't think you'd hear me going five minutes, five minutes, please. <laughs> you have one minute, one minute. Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. You you're over. It's time to get off stage. You know, I, like I didn't want that being like projected out. So I tell Max, I go, I'm gonna stand up. Right, I'm off on his right side. I'm just gonna stand up when it's your time. And he goes, okay. You know, I can't really see out of my right eye. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I I looked out, and I was like, okay. Instead, I'm gonna go. (laughs) Come back here. I don't know, man. Oh, I stress. I stress hosting. I just I feel like it's a complete disaster every time I host, or I feel like I'm too mean. But yeah. I was purposely not being mean this time. Like
2: I just, I don't. I'm kind of.
1: I don't feel like I have the
2: energy to be a host. It is know? exhausting. Like, no, I'm just saying, like oh. how I am as a person isn't like a. Come on, guys, let's get this going. That's true. I'm not like a motivational <laughs> you're, presence.
1: You, you're over here like you over here like <laughs> okay, we can. All right, got. this
2: is the show we're doing it. It's
0: gonna Hi. be a good time.
1: So that put their hands together because it's uh, it's gonna be fun? We're gonna we're gonna just yeah. That's a
0: character you ought to develop there. Uh it's the a, the meek host. Yeah, a good character. To I
1: develop. I just I don't I'm just I'll host if I have to. I'm just not good at it. And I stress myself out. And everyone's oh, he did a fine job. I was stressed out. I have a headache. My stomach hurts. My leg's starting to itch. Like, I got to go. Like <laughs> Legs
0: starting to itch? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then, and then Scott comes up and he says the nicest stuff about me. And then he says, you can tell it's my age because uh, I'm wearing New Balance. He's talking about himself. Right. And I look down and I'm wearing New Balance. <laughs> And I was like, man, I have arch support, like, like they're hip. I, I got a coupon. Like, I don't understand what the problem is. Uh, you take it too personally, man. Yeah, yeah. So there are some hosts that are like Max Tidy. I think is an outstanding host. Mm-hmm. There's some hosts that just have it, and I don't feel like I do. So well. I'm putting that out there in the ethos. So don't ask me to host. I'm not good at it. But if you're paying, go ahead and ask me cuz I can get better.
0: Know thyself, man. There you go. And everybody has a price. I've
1: been paid to do
2: a lot of things I'm not that good at. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can we can we qualify that, please? <laughs> cuz that could be about anything.
2: Well, I mean, I've had a lot of jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, worst job, worst job you ever had. Oh man, so many to choose from now, <laughs> now. To put worst on one is. I worked uh, when I was I was fifteen. I worked at a grocery store. where... Is this local or uh, it's, national? It's no longer exists. It was a local store that went out of business when Walmart became Super Walmart. Ooh. Ooh. Super. Uh, but the dress code was uh, I had to wear a bow tie. <laughs> And, and an apron. And I, <laughs> I, would, I would, you know, do grocery guy stuff like stock shelves. And wait, push, wait, wait, wait. Like wait would, was
1: this place called Gus's Diamond Five Store?
2: <laughs> it was called Augsburgers. And it was a little tiny grocery store. But was it across, a real bow tie or was it a clip-on? It was a, it, it was a clip-on.
1: Did you have the puffy
2: bartender nah, it, sleeves I, of 1860s? Nah, I wore I wore black dress pants, a white dress shirt, a bow tie, and a red apron.
1: Man, they were serious.
2: Yeah. and we I feel were, like that's a candy shop. The clientele was all senior citizens. It was right across the street from a retirement community. Did they give you nickel tips? They did tip all the time because <laughs> I had to load all their groceries because they were all too old and weak to load their own, <laughs> own groceries. And I quit that job when someone shit on the floor in the bathroom and they said I had to clean it. Uh, that is not... That's I not, was like, dude, I'm 15.
1: I don't even need to be here. <laughs> that is not a... Um, that Apparently, that's not that unusual because I've had that happen in my working career.
2: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm not... You make way more money than me. You can clean that mess. Yeah, I've done some
1: bad jobs, too. <laughs> I, worked, I worked at a uh, uh, unloading trucks for Walmart like back when I, it was like it was the worst hours too it was like you go in at like 4 and you get off at 2am oh yeah and you would go in and these trucks had set in the sun and just baked and you'd pop these things open. And it was like it was like, it was was like like taking a container and just pouring boxes and shaking them up like a paint shaker and then dropping them in there. You'd open up and, and the heat would come out as like, you open the oven. It would just roll wow. out. And then you'd have to throw these by hand, like just pile them yeah. on. There. So I'm in there. We're halfway through a truck one time. And this was like in August. I just remember being just one of those awful hot days. Right. And uh, the whole pile is like unstable. And I grab a box. My arms are full. And I'm, and I'm holding a safe. So I can't really... Do anything with it. Okay. Oh, so I, well, yeah, you get a safe. A safe. Yeah. Like so a, they they were you were loading just, safes. Everything's just mixed in. You don't understand. Like they take all the stuff you can imagine you could buy at Walmart. They throw it in this truck. They flip it around and shake it up and then, and then they open the truck. It's that's what it's like. You it's can just, buy
0: a safe at Walmart. Yeah, you
1: can buy safes at Walmart. I
0: don't know. I don't know. would you trust a safe that was bought at Walmart? Why do you
2: know. think our local same. hometown safe
1: store went out of business? <laughs> yeah. See,
0: because was super. Cause yeah. You could go safe to Walmart. Walmart
1: now. It's the same safe you can buy at Lowe's or uh, any Ace Hardware. See, anyway, know. so I, I got so I got the I safe in my hands, <laughs> and it's a hundred. And- <laughs> million degrees in this thing and and a and i as i pull it the whole thing the whole box pile moves and this box on top comes tumbling down and it's coming right at me and there's nothing you can do Got my arms full so i just shut my eyes it hits me square in the face and explodes and it's wet right like it's been leaking and it explodes and some of the most foulest substance rolls down my face and down one arm and the smell that hits the guy throwing a truck with me. Uh, Jake Hall goes, "What the hell is it?" And he starts to dry heaving. Oh, man, turns out <laughs> that was a case of dough in heat urine. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. They hosed me off. They gave uh, me clothes from the from the from the. Did uh, you hit a deer on the way home? Oh <laughs> man! i say I thought I would make it out of the parking lot. This is in Bloomington. Down by Brown County.
2: Oh you just, you're driving home, look out your side window, deer stride for Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Deer <laughs> coming out of the woods, trying to catch I'm like, me clear out of the way. Get out of the driveway. She looks up my I'm car. I'm not who you think I am. <laughs> the stampede of bucks snorting.
0: <laughs> Get out of the way.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's why you don't put safes in Walmart.
1: <laughs> you find that in the stationery department, man. Next to paperclips.
0: I don't I I don't know. Oh, it just struck me. What do you mean you can buy Where where do you think Wiley Coyote
2: gets his safes? From exactly. Walmart.
1: Exactly. And and you, I mean you can buy your shotgun and your safe. And a gun safe? You can um, buy a gun safe while you in there? One stop
2: shopping. Um if you can find someone to open the case for you. <laughs> well, there are... that's the problem with Walmart. They have everything, and it's all <laughs> locked up, and no one has the key.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you, you're not leveled up enough. See, it's like Zelda. You got you to gotta find the key <laughs> to unlock the little triangle display to get your set of binoculars.
2: I mean, if you trust me to ring it out myself, let me take it off the shelf myself. You know,
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'd give people a key to the gun rack at Walmart either. I I think that's a good idea. No, it's a good safety. Oh,
2: I'm not just talking about the guns, <laughs> cologne, stereo. I'm talking about earbuds. normal, everyday things. I think you be able rolls. To take off a shelf. You got to spend 12 minutes finding the one person that works that yeah. quadrant of the store. Yeah.
1: General So's Chicken, I believe. You need a password and a bio scan to get now. Yeah, and they used to have that shit at 9.30 in the morning ready to go because I would eat that for breakfast. Loved it. And now they don't have it ready till like 11. That's I haven't so bought much. it since. Huh. Yeah. That's no good. No. I found a Panda Express. <laughs> I didn't know there was one in South Bend. I didn't know they didn't make them outside of malls.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't to be know honest. A, Yeah, I didn't really? like, had their own freestanding units. Yeah. I've only <laughs> eaten at Pan Express. No, I was
1: genuinely shocked. <laughs> I was like, Wait, we're not going to the mall. I thought it was like Orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you gotta go in a place to find this place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'm not going to the she's like, Can you go Pan Express? I'm like, I'm not going to the mall. I'm not going to the mall. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> Shows you you know, know when you're trying to, when you're like acting like somebody's that dumb, and then it turns out you're the one that doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, about. Mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. Yeah, constantly. Rusty, have you ever hosted? Ever hosted what? Like a, a live, like you did improv. Did you ever host yeah. the improv? Um, no. Let me ask you this. What's the difference? Uh, what's an improv guy? What's different on hosting responsibilities than, say, stand-up?
0: Most of the ones I've worked at, it, there is no set host. It's whoever's not in the next scene will come up. And basically what they have to do is get suggestions from the audience for what's going to happen in the scene. Like, uh, give me a relationship, okay? Who are these two people? Cousins. Well, you get that. Okay, you got cousins. Now, where are they? The mall. There are two cousins Panda at the Express. mall. Panda Express. Two cousins at the mall. Give me a phrase that they have to say somewhere in the sketch.
2: Oh man, I'm so not good at improv. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not Perfect. good at improv. Perfect. I'm not good at improv. Guys, go. And then they have to to do the thing, or you come out um uh, and explain the game. Sometimes if it's really bizarre. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's basically whoever's not in the scene comes out and gets the suggestions.
2: I,
1: okay, so like I see that's like the rotating. Host the thing. only
2: thing I know about like live improv shows is the um. The mocking of them that I've seen. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah I've, I've yeah, never seen yeah. a real show. I don't think I've ever been to like a, an actual. <laughs> really? Like
1: they're they're entertaining. Show. They they honestly but are. But see,
2: here's the problem.
0: You everybody who thinks they're an actor is a genius at improv, and they all have. the... I mean, there's you can't throw a rock in some towns without hitting an improv company that's you uh, know abandoned orange Julius in a mall somewhere trying to do a. Show. I mean, it, it's they're everywhere. They just spring up like rabbits. I don't know. I've that's heard. why they get made fun of.
2: No, it's, I just, every. Jason's like, I just have no respect for the art. Well, it's not an art. I mean, come on. It, no, that's, I just, there's, there's so many, like, <laughs> improv groups that mock it themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and, there's oh, a characterization of it, and that's what I know yeah. the most about it. Yes. And, and a lot of
0: them are really bad. I mean, really awful. Um, but see, I have a different eye. A lot of people go in and say, "Oh, that was good," and I'm like, "Oh, can you? You, you did this wrong. Yeah, and this that, went the wrong that,
1: way, and this was..." That goes. That goes. I think just knowing the business, because I'll be at I'll be at comedy shows, and somebody will do just a hacky joke, and the audience will eat it up. Oh and yeah, I'm just like yeah, yeah. you're kidding me, right? Yeah. Like that got a lot. Did you hear what I wrote earlier? Did you see the complication and how I did the switch and surprise? And this guy just talked about his penis. <laughs> Wait till you get to this point in your career where you despise
0: the audience every time you walk out there. I got there. (laughs) I believe
2: believe Devin Tapia was there last night. Just yelling his punchline (laughs) to people.
1: Yeah, he came out and he was like, this is this is bullshit. What am I even doing up here? There's like nobody out here, and there was. They were they were wanting They were going to the bathroom, you know. And there were I don't know. There was a bunch in the cars that didn't that like chilled in their car like they're yeah. at a drive-in. Yeah. You know they can social distance that way, and you can't hear them or see them. So he just started going off. And then He says, uh, "Tell me something to talk about. You." And the guy, in a banana hammock. He goes, that's stupid. I don't even know what that is. Nobody talks to that guy. Someone else give me a subject. And I thought maybe he'd forgotten his set because he dropped it. Yeah. And I was like, I go, hey, Uber. I was like, Uber, Uber cards. He goes, not you, Dean. You. And he, points, he just points to something. And then he's like, that's dumb. And he just starts yelling, yelling at the audience. It's not a technique wanna, I've ever tried. You
0: want to know what's weird about it? I got the best reviews of my life for the period when I would walk out on stage and say, I hate you freaking people. I hate every one of you. And somehow they ate it up.
1: Well, Bill Burr had that famous in Philadelphia. That, that Philly rant. There was a there was a uh, like an all day comedy festival or something. People in Philly and they've been there drinking since like noon. Oh, those and, are the best. And crowds. they have and they had <laughs> oh. um, at that point they had like uh I forget who all was there. There's
2: just like a bunch of great comics, and they've been heckling them all day. Booed
1: off stage. One of them it's, did so five when, minutes instead of the twenty or when, something. He was contract. He was like, "That's when, my time." When
2: Burr came out, he just started on. He's like, "You fucking people!" <laughs> yeah, and the whole time just shredded the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, and See, and that's what people. goes through your head. And it, you, and by the end of
1: over. it though, half the people are cheering and yeah, everything. Cheering he, so. it. he just never stopped. He was like, <laughs> "I got eleven minutes left of this. It I goes, hope your mother gets cancer." It goes from constant boo. Booze to only half booze by the end. Uh, yeah, and then he starts in on their their sporting teams, and then the, te- the guys who aren't from Philly like, all start cheering. <laughs> yeah, <Just> fuck the <laughs> Liberty Bell. Yeah, he's like, you got the stupidest city. I hope you get carjacked from here. I hope. And he just never. He just went on his entire. He's like, I did this. He was he's backstage, and they were just heckling. He goes, now, now the now the, the he said the the uh, the myth is that. Everyone got booed off that day. So it's not true. He said, Bob Saget killed it. He said, somebody else killed it, too. But most of them had been just relentlessly heckled and booed from the moment they came out. So he had himself all worked up by the time it was time for him to go. He just assumed he was getting booed. So he just walked out. Let me tell you something, people. And he just went off. Why not? Oh, and it's legendary. Like That, that <laughs> thing is... Still, somebody's held up a phone and it's a real blurry like image of him, and you can make out what he's saying, and he's just cursing the city of Philadelphia <laughs> in its entirety in front of like twenty thousand of them. It's legendary. I would, uh, I would love that. I. You, yeah, you get to a point
0: where you walk out there, and, and the first thing that hits your mind when you see the audience is, "I hate every one of you fucking people."
1: Well, it, it, it's funny to me, like the the hang up people have about the stage. Last night wasn't even—it's not even a stage. We're doing a show out of a whiskey distillery loading dock to an outdoor crowd, and it actually went pretty well. It goes pretty well there, but it's not a real stage. And it was before the show starts, about a half hour. Uh, my girlfriend has picked up a class that she's teaching, and she's having these all these panic attacks about it it's online but if she has to go in at some point she's freaking out about it about going up in front of the classroom to the point where she wouldn't even walk across that loading dock and i was like wait i was like there's no one even here yet i was like just come on up here and stand there for a second she's flipping out she had to drink a four loco and two whiskey sours before i could get her up there and there was even a dead mouse on the loading dock i mean it's not like it was it was the ballroom you know yeah there was a dead mouse there, and she and she. I'm like she had a hyperventilation, just walking by it, and I I just it, the hang up is uh, astonishing to me.
0: Yeah, if you're so far from that, I mean, I've never ever felt. Everybody talks about oh, stage fright. You're not normal if you don't get that. Everybody get. I don't.
1: I get I never it. Never have. I get, I get nervous before I go up every time. Like with the guy who goes up right before me, my adrenaline starts at the, 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 I, I, every time. Well, see, with me though, the only
0: thing I'd ever get nervous about was when I knew the guy that I was doing a scene with is a complete idiot, and I knew he wasn't going to
1: know any of the see, lines, and I was going to have to carry the damn thing. See, that was the thing that, like, with the, that's the thing with improv that, like, I'm not, like, I just don't know what I'd be comfortable with is because you're relying on. Like, yeah. I kind of want to go up there and live and die on my own merits. It's easier.
0: I don't want to have to. It's easier because you never not you know you're going to have to carry it. You never know walking out there. If, yeah. You, I mean, you have an idea when you see who you're doing the scene with, but
1: on the other hand, if you're not doing well, you can rely on a partner to yeah. maybe pick it up. That is true. Where I just have to eat shit for the rest of. the Well, there minutes. are
0: those guys that are so good you just sit there and feed them straight lines for the whole. You don't really have to work at it. You just throw them stuff. You know they're going to. hit. Yeah. You, you hit them out of the park. Yeah. yeah.
1: You look a little rough over here. I, I, I stayed out too late last night. <laughs> He's even wearing the shirt. They're nice
0: shirts. Have, have you? Did you take it off after last night? No, I'm just saying they were selling those. Oh, okay. And, uh, right.
2: They're nice shirts.
1: I was looking at them. They are nice shirts.
2: This is actually a shirt I got for free after getting stuck in a monsoon there one night. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I didn't get stuck outside though. I was inside on the couch. Oh. <laughs> In the air conditioning, actually. Yeah, I didn't get home till like three, which is the latest I've stayed out for way too many years.
1: Yeah, I can't. Like, I do. I do one party a year, and it's the Fourth of July, and it is every bit. It takes me a week to recover, and I oh, yeah. and I don't stay up that late. I'm just.
0: I'll stay up late. I'm not being out.
1: Well, Dude, I'm cooking out. If
0: I'm not home by midnight, it's it, I'm done for the week. Any any given day, I'm done. For oh the yeah. Next day and anything thereafter.
2: We ended up at this place that uh, had karaoke, and uh, it's the I've I don't know how what I I don't get it because like I'm aware of my skill level and I have shame. Oh, car-
1: yeah, I can't, I I don't. You know, see. I, so,
2: but like. It seems like karaoke is the only thing where self awareness and shame aren't required. <laughs> they don't like, like everyone it doesn't matter who you are, as soon as you walk under the
1: mic, you're like, fuck it, here it goes. You know you know I think what helps <laughs> and it's, You know I think what helps with karaoke is the music accompaniment. Right? So like when you're bombing on stage, it's dead silence. Like you can't yeah, deny right. that you are getting yeah. silenced. But when, so when there is a when there's musical break flashing yeah. across the screen, you are like, "Yes, yeah,
2: getting bailed out by this musical break right now."
1: <laughs> they were eating it up. We need to go back to my part.
2: No, because it's because even if you are bad, people still laugh and will clap for you. Yeah,
1: well, they do that at the mics too. For the most,
2: it's part. one of those things that, like. I don't know man i'm just uh, I take myself way too seriously to do karaoke
1: probably. i <laughs> I went to uh last karaoke place I went I don't go often. there was a guy there who sung the same song four different times that night and it was uh it was uh uh hey man, nice shot and he would like he would like mumble all the lyrics until he got to hey man <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> no, and he would and he would wail like he was blowing the back wall out of the building
2: there was a guy that uh did dream on last night and as soon as the song started i was like do you think you're gonna do this singing part at the end like it doesn't even sound good when steven tyler does it
1: you know that's, like, that's why he has the <laughs>
0: scarves that's yes Oh, now you're hitting on one of my it makes one of my up. icons, man. It
2: makes up for the. Uh, <coughs> it's still when you hear Steven Tyler do that. Wah! At the end of that song, it's kind of like—it's magic. Is that what you were trying to do? Or? It's magic. Dream uh, They just—the
1: uh, eight track got ruined, and that was the only cut they had.
2: And then he does that high pitched scream that goes up and down yeah. at, the the, at the end of the song.
0: What's wrong with that? I, yeah.
2: Well, I I mean, every band I've ever been in, I tried to sing like Steven Tyler.
0: Okay. Everyone. And but, how
1: successful have you been in? Oh, well, I've—I've been all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about Guitar Hero yeah. on PlayStation. You know, they
2: all lasted about an hour and a half, but it, <laughs> at, at 3 a.m. in a dive bar in South Bend, Indiana, where you're going to get yeah. discovered, now where, now those, where those notes going to hit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's you know,
2: it's not like an episode of The Voice. No, it isn't. I got this, guys. I could do this tonight.
1: <laughs> Dream on. Play it. Go. Hey man. So hey wait, man. Just wait till the end. Hey, hey, hit that. Hit that. Hey man. Nice shot again. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, nice
0: shot. I have never heard that song. Is I it? Have is it? No it, idea. Oh, yeah. what you're talking it, about. You've um, had
2: to. It's a song that was from the '90s. It was based on uh, like Bud that? Bud Dwyer, the politician that committed suicide live on TV. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a happy song.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a laugh riot. <laughs> it's pretty happy. <laughs>
1: I changed the he was, lyrics to "Hey
2: man, I mean, nice shirt," and it makes it a way happier. Yeah, time.
1: he was uh, he was uh, falsely accused of embezzlement, and um, he was going to lose everything. Yeah. And um, by killing himself he, while in office, he ensured that his family still kept their money. And then he was proven. Yeah, he innocent. couldn't be convicted of a crime, so his
2: family wouldn't lose anything. And they found out after he died that he was set up. and yeah, It was all it was, fake.
1: He was innocent.
0: Well, I don't remember any of that, and I have no idea what the song is.
2: Nice shot. I'll have to look that up. He was at a news conference, and they couldn't cut the cameras fast enough.
1: Yeah, he just pulled it it out. It aired. Wow. Yeah. I don't recommend you look it up online because it's pretty graphic. But But, but you can find it. You can check the song out. (laughs)
0: I'll look for the song. I'm not going to look for the the footage.
1: And I, I you know, for the longest time I didn't know that's what the song was about because the guy sung the lyrics like oh, the uh, karaoke bar. <laughs> that was how that was how the rest of the song went. Uh. Well, we'd like to thank you guys for joining us. This is uh, this is light me at five. This is a new podcast concept. We're starting out, um, and hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. Uh, you can um, leave some comments. I'll be glad to uh, talk about how much we suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We got another. We got another uh, greatest hit from the Coffee with Dean. Uh, following this.
3: Coming up
0: next, it's a... Like me at five. back. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Weishback. We welcome in the sage of Marshall County, because I was ripped into the last time for not using a nickname.
1: Ripped into is <laughs> a strong... Hey, strong. I have a thin skin.
2: Clearly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, if, if only they could have heard the rant you just had. Uh, about? About uh, you being accused of being a plague holder. Oh, I know. I
0: I get that all the time. Everybody's... Rust- and, and the thing is, they're not worried about me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, yeah, they don't want you giving it to them.
0: Yeah, they don't care about me. Ru- just... Rusty has...
1: Um, <sighs> If you guys can just hear, uh, you know, I'll even make the sound of that's air quotes. That's air quotes. You hear that noise? I'm air quoting. Rusty has allergies and uh, and uh, that seems suspiciously like uh, the plague. Now, I'm a little sympathetic. I'm a little sympathetic to this because I have been suffering from allergies myself. And now I, I can tell they're allergies. But I've never
0: had... See, I can. not I've never had them
1: before. I can tell. Well, you've never had allergies? I've never
0: had an allergy
1: to anything before. You I've never had
0: it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, anyway, uh, no, it's, it's different, though. I guess will just go buy a body though.
1: pack. <laughs> like, for instance, when I, when it's allergies for me, my eyes are watering like yeah. terribly. And then I get this half sneeze mode going on oh yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah, where yeah, you're like yeah, your yeah, mouth's yeah, like yeah. open and your yep, eyes are water yep, and you're yep, kind of used and then yep. it just holds yep. there yep and doesn't proceed any farther for like a minute and a half yeah you're like paralyzed in this weird position and people are, like, are you in pain <laughs> are you in can i get you some water are you in pain and then and then finally you know you'll sneeze and it'll start to stucco machine gun firing of sneezes oh yeah And your eyes will just burst, overflow. It's miserable. And I got to asking myself that. What would have happened if I was stuck in that minute and a half pause and I was being charged by a mastodon?
0: Yeah, and I know that's that's a legitimate fear. It happens all the time. No, I'm just
1: saying, how did a species who suffers from seasonal allergies ever take over? That seems like an inherent weakness. My well, dog doesn't just randomly one time of the year, the, her nose doesn't work, and her eyes just leak. Yeah. It just doesn't happen one time of year randomly.
0: Well, you know, you should realize there 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 was a comet or asteroid involved with that. Um, That's possible.
1: So, you know, oh boy,
0: there was a little bit of help.
1: It was an, oh boy, that was a comet. So now we're talking about space. Well, not necessarily. A mastodon. It, no, mastodon was post dinosaurs. Man, that's a that's a woolly mammoth. Oh come
0: on, that that's all fiction. They all live together. Dinosaurs, people, mastodons. Mastodons. We all live together.
1: Mastodons my youngest son's favorite animal. Oh, I
0: thought you were going to tell me you named your youngest. Son no, mastodon. and I was like, <laughs> 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 Mastodon.
1: <Mastique. laughs> <laughs> hey better <bada>, better <bada. laughs> now the, uh, he's matched on. I said I don't think it counts, and he goes why? And I was like, it's like having a unicorn, like they don't, they don't exist. And he's like, they used to. And I was like, you can't. Your favorite animal can't be oh, uh, you know, a, a million year old wasp. <laughs> That's my favorite. I imagine how cool it was when it wasn't like frozen in amber. You know, I mean, how slow do you got to be? To let tree sap completely engulf you, I'm just saying,
2: how yeah, slow do you um, got to be?
1: I never thought about it because I'm but... not, I'm pretty fast, you know. I'm not like, ah, uh, ah, eh, <laughs> not like a three-legged gopher <laughs> fast or anything. But like, I'm like, I'm pretty fast. But I've never like been encased in amorous. I've never been a danger that I've. Uh,
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I never, I got to admit, that is a new perspective for me. I never thought of it that way.
1: Uh, It just, it was about, my allergies were on me the other day, and uh, they were bothering me. Well. Yeah. Maybe
0: that's what it is for me.
1: We were out in the woods disking. Oh,
0: yeah. You sent me a photo. Oh,
1: yeah. Brian uh, Collins has been cutting his own hair.
0: I didn't notice that. I'll have to look harder at that picture. We desperately need to get the
1: economy back open again. If Brian Collins is cutting his own hair. Yeah. And I and uh, Jason LaFoon looked like Andy Warhol. It was getting out of control. Yeah. He said that. Yeah, he does, too. He took, he took his hat off, and it was like, you are kidding me. He does look like Andy Warhol, just gray, not white, you know? Well, you know? He didn't throw a disc. He just walked around the woods and talked about music. We talked about comedy too.
0: Was he wearing Birkenstocks? And- well, what's
1: funny is I asked the guys, I said, <laughs> I asked the guys, I said, have you guys written anything? And Brian was like, Burr. He's like, I'm cutting my own hair, bro. This is, this is the level we're at now. I'm cutting my own hair. And Jason was like, I didn't write anything until I talked to you on the radio. And then uh I went back. There I go, blowing up the illusion that it's uh, live again. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't no no yet. no
0: no 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 yeah 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 you're all right all right you're all right
1: I am Eric <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna edit all this out I
0: probably can try
1: <laughs> no you're fine all right you're fine it's like Eminem you you're know? on track man oh, just, you're on track just spitting it so let's talk about <laughs> the criminal elements. This is See, this is when you find out in your relationship, if you're in there for the long haul. We're switching trash companies.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, for most of you are aware, some of you this will become quite a shock to know that there's a long history of intertwined between trash companies and crime in this country.
0: <laughs> and we should say alleged crime. Alleged in crime <laughs> in this country. So our, so our lawyers are a little happier. <laughs>
1: So, I've been, uh, there's been, let's just say there's been some, I live in close proximity to one of these said organizations. Okay. And there's been some discrepancies in the billing. Let's put it that way. Extortion would be another word. (laughs) But we're going to say discrepancies in the billing.
0: Extortion carries a little more weight.
1: Yeah. That's what I felt, you know? (laughs) And then. Long story short here is that these are all long history of crime syndicates running these garbage companies. Don't be fooled.
0: And once again, let me say, that is on the internet, so it's got to be true. It's true. It's alleged.
1: Right. Now, I don't know. I don't know if... uh, So we ended up up shopping elsewhere and paying more to bring another company in to handle... Our garbage needs. How do you how do you shop for a garbage oh, it's, company? Oh, it's it's interesting. Uh, you have to meet in back alleys, a lot of shady characters, and suitcase deals that you don't even want to be involved with. Okay, this is just something I'm telling you. This is, right. this is we're talking about the mafia, <laughs> allegedly. So, yeah, there we are. so what the funny thing is though is that I I live pro- close proximity to one who has a certain color of trash can. See, uh-huh. there, if you notice. They're all very stringent on their colors oh, yeah. for the trash cans. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like, I think that the colors that are behind my house represent the Gambino family, but I'm not positive yet. <laughs> <laughs> and here I turn around and I brought in another family is what I'm oh, trying you're, to say. You're- I have this, this, the brightest, reddest trash can that you could, you couldn't. If you bottled the sun inside this thing, it wouldn't scream, Look at me. I'm different than every other trash can on the block.
0: So so so, is this trash company going to protect you and the other ones? Well, we're going to find out because I don't trust
1: any of them, right? So then she hunts this one down, and then she goes, "It's okay." They're going to start picking up on Monday, and I was like, "Monday," and she goes, "Monday," and I said, "Monday," and she was like, "Yeah, Monday." Why? I go, "Monday is the most criminally inclined day of the week." I'm, I'm, I'm
0: even afraid to ask this
1: question. Why? Well, okay. So she was like, wouldn't it be like the weekend? And I was like, yeah, weekends if you're stealing somebody's sneakers, but when you're pulling off real legitimate, high end crime, allegedly, <laughs> then Monday's the start of your work week, baby. It's the, it's the Monday through Friday is when the real money gets stolen. Okay. I'm glad I'm here I, to wake you guys yeah, up to this. Yeah, I yeah. Okay. You
0: you're I you you're enlightening me on on many different subjects today. Oh, that's I'm good. I'm happy about that. That's good. I'm gonna walk away more educated.
1: <laughs> but you are gonna walk away. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh, we should talk about our guest. Yes, we should. Today we got a treat for y'all. Good friend of mine, going way back. What you bet him once? Well, <laughs> there, we have a history there. I'm going to bring up. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, for, that, nah, that we didn't know. Me, yeah, yeah. So now after that rude interruption, you're going to edit that out too. You're going to edit that, edit man.
0: <clears throat> going way back. <laughs> no, I'm not editing that out. <laughs>
1: Dwight Simmons is here with us today, folks. Dwight Simmons has appeared in comedy festivals such as Limestone Comedy Festival. You know that comedy festival that uh, keeps rejecting me. Yeah. And I just keep crawling back to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's been there and done that. Uh, He's also been in the Memphis Comedy Festival. He's been on Kevin Hart's LOL Network. He's been on the Bob and Tom Show. Perhaps you've heard of those Uh, hacks. Once or twice. Wannabes. Yeah. His debut comedy album, Pacifist Aggressive... Well, it was it premiered in 2015 and then recently in 2018 his second comedy album sip and pass has reached number one in both itunes and google play Ooh. all right and let's go to the phone lines i think we got dwight simmons with us today dwight how you doing i'm great man how you doing yeah you know trying not to go too crazy <laughs> it's tough
0: it, it is it's it, real tough Dwight, let me tell you it's not working either it's not. it's not working for him at all.
1: <laughs> we got this thing I've been experiencing like I call like my my quarantine schedule. And as soon as something hits the quarantine schedule, for instance, like um uh do a radio spot with Dwight Simmons and Rusty, I'm like, Whoa, the day's full. Like I can't Yeah. There's nothing
3: else. <laughs> There's yeah. Like what's the excuse going to be today? Like I can't. I can't cancel my cyber plan. I'll be found out as a fraud. The, the gig is up.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been interesting. You know, uh, I think the uh, I think the best way to find out about people is to uh, move them into your house a week before quarantine started up. That's what I think is great.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I gotta... did not uh, I did not properly
1: stock my wine collection. <laughs> Uh, let's be honest. Was, but now I'll be prepared. But let's be honest. Is, is there enough wine you could financially have stocked that would have prepared you for it?
3: The answer is a hard no. No,
1: no. You would have had to it's, start it's, making wine.
3: Yeah, we can we can dwell on the past, but the answer is there. The world is not enough.
1: <laughs> now you got to get into. Is it what, what do you call it when you? It's not. It's not brewing. We call when you're making one oh
3: yeah oh uh
0: i don't, I don't know i don't go that far aren't into you two graduates uh, from
1: colleges I, i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with that too i, I wasn't yeah,
3: college only college only taught you about the box stuff
0: yeah
1: right and the and, and natty light thirty thirties.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah the franzias and the mad dogs and and you all described just why i didn't finish college
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so Dwight, you've been known for years as uh Indiana's edgiest comedian and um oh yeah 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 it's, as I read it um I, I'm pretty sure I read it this morning somewhere um you yeah. uh you grew up on the hard streets of Carmel am I right
3: that is uh accurate grew <laughs> moved there in middle school and uh it, it was tough man it's uh, a lot of cul-de-sacs people don't understand they don't understand how hard it is to adjust to life in a cul-de-sac
1: yeah I feel like that's like hedgerow country in World War II you know when they got into the hedgerows I bet it's the same thing
3: it's it's, it's a tough life it's a tough life roundabouts, cul-de-sac well uh, it led to
1: it led to sharpening your I don't know the last time I saw a rectangle (laughs) Oh, it's all circles. It's, it's all, all circles. circles. <laughs> yeah. The
3: so city you... planner had uh, one shape. I can give you one shape.
1: Yeah, I was telling. Do
3: it over and over again.
1: <laughs> I was telling Rusty that um, that you and I we go way back. So you went to you went to Bloomington. That's, yep. Dare I say what was your major while you were down there?
3: Uh, kinesiology.
1: What? What? What is that? That's either wildly it's the, cool it's the or the science
3: of. Human movement, or the human body. That's so a fancy way to say, like, um,
1: personal trainer?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of syllables.
1: <laughs> uh, as as did you call, it physiology,
0: kinesiology,
1: kinesiology, yeah. kinesiology, yeah. Yeah. kinesiology, easy as <laughs> <laughs> So while you were at you were at Bloomington. You guys, uh, you guys got together a little pool, and and I don't want to give away uh, any of your bit here, but um, we were at a show in Valpo, and I started. I heard this bit, and uh, I about, I'm losing my mind backstage, like Britney Spears, like super fan. <laughs> uh, so there was it was him and his buddies kind of got together. I'll throw the rough the rough crowd up. and, uh, and uh, they 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 end up having DMX come to Bloomington, right? For a concert well some other way shadier characters than the edgiest comedian in indiana um also pulled together an excessive amount of fundage um in excess of ten thousand dollars and bought liquor from us for this said concert
3: ah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah see You got to understand. I heard this side of the the other side of the story. I heard the merchants' side. Yeah, this is it's so funny because
1: I've never talked to anybody who's been a part of this. But so so uh, so so Dwight in a student group. (laughs) How much did you say? It was over. It was over ten grand. Oh yeah, dry campus. (laughs) (laughs) I use a dry campus
3: ten grand.
1: Yeah, so they the group of students got in and hired DMX the rapper and slash a mega movie star to come out yeah. and uh, put on a concert. And then they, they were going to be, they anticipated being thirsty. And they purchased a, yeah. a, a little, a large sum of uh, alcoholic beverages from us. And um, <laughs> they proceeded to be a riot. you know how many cases <laughs> of Natty Light? $10,000, right? Oh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> How many boxes of Franzia? We just had, we had like, we had crews from multiple stores over there just two wheeling this <laughs> stuff out the back door, like the, like the like Patton's division was rolling out, man. Yeah,
3: that is a war story.
1: <laughs> so here we were. Then we then was, it was twenty years later, we happened to both be at the same. I was opening for him in uh, in Valpo. Yeah. It was a Jeff Webb show and um, uh. It was a great show. I gotta say, Serena Money was there. Michael Banks, outstanding show. Had a that was great a fun time. Show. Yeah, really fun show. And 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 he started telling this story, <laughs> and I'm in the back just losing my mind because I was like, I was
3: there. I sold that liquor. Oh man, that is fantastic. Yeah, That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's so great because like I said, I'd never heard that the story told from the other end. I just know that like we wrapped yeah. it up. And then I came in the next day, and there was cars on fire in the newspaper, and I was like,
3: "Oh yeah. no, yeah. yeah, yeah, people got maced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dmx fans are not the uh, the most subtle bunch. Turns out, you know, it's
1: not. Turns out,
3: yeah, it's a different crowd than the Mumford and Sons.
1: Uh, I gotta say, gotta so get a different. <laughs> so you were in uh you were you went to IU you, you went out to it was after Bloomington you started pursuing comedy heavier is that correct
3: yeah yeah i uh, I moved to Chicago to get a real job um, in schools uh, so I could use that kinesiology degree not uh, <laughs> and then yeah kind of started doing it after I was miserable in that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you gotta have. Selling, some sort of- uh,
3: I was selling material safety data sheet software.
1: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> cutting edge, right Living there. Living a dream, yeah, cutting edge, yeah. You know, I remember <laughs> like when I was. Did you know that
3: paper? You want that paper not to be paper online, and they're like, uh, "You can't work here anymore. (laughs) You're bad at sales."
1: Hey, you want that to not be a paper, and you have to log into a website and go through like 14 pages so you can find that paper? I can hook that up for you.
3: See, I thought that was I thought that was a compelling way to get. Yeah, you almost bought it. Yeah, but uh. (laughs) <laughs> so in, t- in 2015 I'm talking about high school janitors uh, uh, Apparently That's not <laughs> the right way to go about it
1: In 2015 Were you in New York when you When you recorded your first album
3: I was living there But I came back to do it in Indianapolis At Morty's Oh okay um, At the now defunct Morty's Yeah uh, But yeah I was living in New York then and I was running the set a bunch, and I came back to do it in my hometown, which it was, turned out to be great. It yeah. was a great, yeah, great they, show. Yeah. Did it in one take. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, so what you hear on the album is, is no, it's uh, the raw stuff that uh, you get some crowd interaction in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, a, there's a few weird parts in that, but I kind of liked having... The real feel of the album, instead of doing it, yeah, and because, making it seem like a yeah, because there was there
1: was a there was a, a time when I believe you said something about Starbucks and I think you pushed the crowd too far, and there was like yeah. a gasp. Yeah,
3: I didn't. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I said something bad about pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> yes, turned on me. Yes,
1: yeah. and you were like, really? I could not recover. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard but, that I mean,
3: too. I heard it that was, this morning, and uh, more I was used like, used to be in Carmel. I got to know my audience."
1: Yeah, yeah. I was. I, yeah, I heard that this morning. I was like, "Wow, that's what got him. It was this punk, <laughs> yes, movie, the most edgiest comic. He <laughs> 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 cut too deep sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, All right, so it it was got, a riot. We got <laughs> <rest> the stage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't you talk about nutmeg in my coffee?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, we got a clip, actually, from uh, from uh, Pacifist. What's, what's, where's the, where'd you get the name from? Because I've struggled to say it. <laughs> it's pronounced kinesiology.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, pacifist, aggressive. Uh, I used to get in like real intense political debates on uh, Facebook. Uh, but not not like over the top, lose my mind, right? but just like try to talk people off of a ledge. <laughs> and uh, I just wrote that
1: down one day and it stuck. Yeah, I dig it. Like I said, I've, yeah. I've struggled to say it, <laughs> which might hinder marketing. <laughs> but uh, pacifist aggressive. We got a clip from it from the 2015 pacifist aggressive. This one is called Keurig.
3: When I first moved to New York, it was weird because, I, like, it was lonely. I didn't know anybody. I was like, man, I think I'm, I'm lonely. And things just remind you of how lonely you are. Like, I have a Keurig coffee maker. Do you guys know what the Keurig is? The Keurig coffee maker is the loneliest kitchen appliance of all time. The single serving size coffee maker It doesn't even have an option for you to have a guest. The only two options on the Keurig are big cup, small cup. How caffeinated do you want to be to be alone for the rest of the day? Big cup, please. I have a big cup. Keurig's only six letters. You know what else is six letters? A single Lonely, dismal, tender, cold 45. Kill me.
1: The uh, I gotta tell you, the I've always thought that the toaster oven was the most narcissistic of the appliances. The
3: toaster oven.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's over, it's over here. like I could provide delicious toast and roasted fowl. What? Roasted fowl. You know, like a bird you put in the toaster, you probably never owned one. I never put, like, never put a bird
0: in one. Never put a bird in Never put a bird in my toaster. You should try it. <laughs> okay, you run in a different crowd than me, evidently.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah, high tolerance can... to salmonella. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's that high tolerance crowd. So I got to, I've got yeah. to, uh, I've got to give you some grief, um, Dwight. This is this is the. Uh, let me put in my. Let me put on my serious interview, interview here. Oh boy. I'm gonna hit him hard. Oh right? no! Yeah, yeah. Here we go. So uh, I've I've went into the uh, timeline of uh, Dwight Simmons Facebook, and uh, yeah, yeah. Doug, wait, wait, wait. Deep. Doug D. Doug <laughs> Deep And I've lost it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> and uh, I got I got to bring up because th- this had to hurt no question no question and i got my sincerest, absolute congratulations to you for making the jfl audition but i have got uh, i've got to bring these up so jfl's just for laughs is is yep. the largest well it's in toronto right it's in toronto yeah. it's the largest comedy yep. festival in the, in the world Montreal. Um, yeah it, it is uh it is um, Actually, they have like they have like several branches up there. Even like the thing is massive, and uh, Dwight was lucky enough to actually get an invite for an audition in Chicago. So on yeah. uh, March 11th, uh, if it makes you feel any better, Dwight, um, this is yet another comedy festival that shot me down to the dirt. So uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh. So, <laughs> so.
3: Shot him down. <laughs> Left him there. You so, um, the BMX concert at three fifteen shot down by you.
1: <laughs> so we got um we got Dwight's on March eleventh. I got a JFL audition next Thursday in Chicago. And if you think this coronavirus is gonna keep me oh. from that, well then you're really sick. <laughs> and we got an update on that on March thirteenth. Uh, two days later this show has just been yeah. canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got a backpedal. <laughs> I saw it. I couldn't help because you had just posted that to burst out laughing at the same time. That must have hurt, and I do want to oh. give you a man, sincerest. I really, really, really hope that when they do fire up the next GFL, that because I've got another buddy uh, that ran into the same thing who was accepted to a comedy festival. Of course, it's canceled, and I'm hoping that next year they'll rip up, they'll they'll ramp up and keep those same the same ones that we're in. I really hope so, but who knows? Yeah,
3: it's um. Yeah, it's it's tough, um, just because you know that's something you look forward to, just getting a shot. Yeah. But uh, conversely, can you imagine? Which it sounds like you can, um, going through this quarantine and getting rejected from a comedy festival, <laughs> on top of it. Yeah. that yeah. sounds awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> home alone with your thoughts five man
1: was... there'd be five rejections uh, let's just get, let's get, let's, get, let's get it all out there it's five of them that turned me down <laughs> so far this year uh, even ones that had me last year were like no 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 no, 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 no thanks we've been down that road uh, oh you know
3: those comics are like man it's good that uh, quarantine happened Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: i asked a couple of them the other day i was telling you how much writing you guys got done and they're all like right you know i got a buddy who's like i just cut my own hair today oh no yeah it's everything but the end is near yeah yeah it's absolutely everything i gotta say do i appreciate you joining us today man i want i want to get out there how do how do people find your albums how do they find you how do they find you what's your twitter get your info out there man what's how do, I, how do they find you?
3: Um, yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram. I use that probably the most. Uh, it's Dwight underscore underscore Simmons. And then I have a Facebook, on, uh, Facebook page on Facebook. Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> just type in Dwight Simmons, and that will come up. And then uh, whatever you listen to music on, just uh, type my name in. And then it's pacifist, aggressive, spelled like it sounds. Uh, and pronounced the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> look it up, look it up.
1: All right, Dwight, we do appreciate you coming out, man. We've been trying to hook this up for a couple of weeks there, and uh, I'm glad we finally got it done.
3: Likewise, man, me too. It's just, you know, oh, uh, yeah. between video games and uh, day oh, drinking, it's been real <laughs> tough to get this
1: And then done, you got but... a technically uh, challenged partner like I do. <laughs> uh, can't even show up to the meetings he set up on time, you know what I mean?
0: What you talking about me? <laughs> no wow. <what? laughs> Your technical crew. Never. I, uh, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not even gonna argue with you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> just I'll I'll just wear it. That's fine. All right, thanks for joining us, Dwight. We really appreciate it. You got it. Light me at, <laughs> at five. Five.
2: Light me at five.
0: Fight me at 5.